0: Well, hello and welcome again to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. Thank you for joining me. Uh it's the uh, first day of spring has come and gone and we're getting ready for a 12 to 18 hours apparently of freezing rain in the um, um later today if you're listening on the day of publication on Wednesday the 23rd of March. Oh, happy birthday to my friend Steve. If you're listening. And uh yeah, so, um, so spring is, um, is is sort of here, but but not quite. The ice hasn't come off the lake yet. We we sat in the hot tub the other night and watched some huge, absolutely massive pieces of ice come down the river. Just a little bit of a description of of where we are. We um, we're on what's called the Crow River. It comes out of. Uh, Belmont Lake, which is around a um, a five by two kilometer lake. It's not huge, but it's uh, it's big enough to you know to spend a lot of time enjoying. But the lake is frozen usually from December through to around about the twenty first of April, when uh, when the what we say the ice comes off. Um, what it means, I mean, the ice just just doesn't melt and disappear. It actually begins to sink, and then it breaks up under the water, and then the flow of ice comes down our river, comes down the Crow River um, and comes past our place. I mean, our, our river doesn't, doesn't freeze, but in about a six to eight hour period, if you can imagine thick ice from a five by two kilometre lake comes down this relatively narrow stretch of river um, right beside our house and it's absolutely spectacular this year I, I promise this year when when the ice comes off i am if, if it's during daylight and I'm here, I am going to be out there taking video because it's something you 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 sort of rarely see um, we've lost docks so the very first first year we moved here, we had a dock and uh, didn't realize that since you know we thought the river didn't freeze, so we wouldn't need to take our dock out big mistake because um the, the first huge chunk of ice coming down at quite a high velocity um, took the legs off the dock and that was that for for that dock. Um, so uh, so yeah, that's 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 coming. I shall if if I get if I'm able to get a video of it, then I'll be I'll post it on Facebook and uh, and and you can see um, the actual spectacle for yourself. So hopefully, um, once the ice is off, we're forecast for a warmer than average spring, which will be absolutely wonderful and uh, and i can 't wait for that because it looks like we 're going to have snow for Easter, um, but uh, so I am still nursing the final stages of of the the bug that I picked up on the way back from Barcelona or on the way over to Barcelona and uh, the airplane um, so if i If I break off here occasionally it's, it's' to go and have yet another coughing fit, and my voice is not lasting a a long time at the moment so it It could be that um um that this episode will be a little shorter than I would uh, want it to be, but we we shall see what I want to talk about today is something i haven 't done for a little while, and that is to bring you up to date on the resources i 'm using on a day to day basis the resources i 'm using, the books i 'm reading, the articles I read, all the stuff that's uh, that's contributing to the success of my businesses because without all these things uh, you know the businesses just wouldn't run (coughs) (coughs) the businesses just wouldn't run as successfully as they do so I'm not going to go through absolutely everything but I just want to give you just sort of an insight as to what's on my desk what's on my computer and maybe an insight into what's in my head um that that's if i can figure out what's inside my head because um you know i'm just one of these people that has a ton of ideas pouring in all the time and sometimes they they don't get um structured very well so i disappear off on tangents as uh my business partner craig will often say that um that if he hears the four words from me i've got an idea he runs a mile you know it's It it usually heralds huge cost because I've come across something that we absolutely have to have now, and it's regardless of the cost. Um, uh, He has learned now to say no in in years gone past. He's just gone with the flow, sometimes successfully, uh, more often than not, not so successfully, because I am an early adopter, and if something comes out that – that strikes my fancy, you know, something shiny comes along, I've got to have it. And I am getting better and he's getting better at saying no. Um, However, see, I've already gone off on a tangent and I can't remember where I was. Yes, I was, I wanted to talk about, first of all, the books that I'm reading now. I think if you haven't got a business book going uh, at the side of your bed or on your Kindle or on your desk, uh, you need to think about... um, Opening something up, buying a book, borrowing one, um, going into Amazon and and seeing what's out there on Kindle now. It's just absolutely amazing. Yes, there's a lot of junk. There really is a lot of rubbish being written where you either for free or you pay your 99 cents. But uh, it just seems that anybody and everybody is writing a sort of a business book these days. And, and I have to say that the majority of them are really not worth the um, the, the price. Um, actually, not even worth the time if they're free. Um, but I, I always have a couple of books around and about that, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sit down, maybe take, take 15, 20 minutes in an afternoon, um, take a break, take a cup of coffee, sit down and go through a chapter of a book. And I like to do at least a couple of chapters of a business book each day so that when I get to the end of the day, I can say, this is what I learned today. And I, f- I find that to be a very um, rewarding thing to do. So just sharing with you the two books that are on my desk at the moment, one of which I mentioned when I was talking to uh, Conrad O'Connell a couple of weeks ago, and I'll put the link to that uh, that episode in the show notes. And I'm just looking for this book. Actually, my uh, my computer's sitting on it at the minute um, because it's a thick, thick book. Um, it's called The Art of SEO. If you have any interest in search engine optimization at all, get this book. Um, my Copy is a two thousand and ten, and I've just ordered the latest version um, but for a layperson, and I am definitely one of those i it takes me a little bit of, of time to actually learn new concepts could be a an, an issue of um, advancing age, but I have to say that, that aside this is one of the best books. I believe there is on search engine optimization. It's called "The Art of SEO" by Eric Eng, Stefan Spencer, Rand Fishkin, and Jesse Stricciola. And the new version, the uh, two thousand and fifteen, I think, version um, was was published last year. Go get this book. Um, I pick it up every so often, and I can learn something about advanced Google operators what's in a sitemap, what, what, what things mean, like, um, I, you know, I'm just opening it at a random page, content delivery and search spider control. And the subtitle is cloaking and segmenting content delivery. Now, that's actually my chapter for today, because I need to know a little bit more about this. Um, probably going to wait actually till my, the, the next version arrives. Because, of course, you know, this is the 2010 version, things have changed uh, in the last five, six years since then. And, um, and, and I know that the new version will have um, everything updated. In fact, the new version, um, Rand Fishkin, is not in the, um, in the author list. It's just Eric Eng, Stefan Spencer, and Jesse Stracciola um, but I am pretty sure it's going to be exactly well would be as good as the first one. So you can go to www.artofseobook.com and and check it out. You can download a free um free sampler from it. Um you can or uh, order the complete book uh, and of course you can go get it from Amazon. So that um actually just, you know, even just picking up this book, it's, it's so well thumbed. It's got so many highlights on it and so many sticky notes and it, it almost really weird, excites me to, um, uh, to look at it. So really weird. Hey, um, second book is one that has actually, this has been on my desk for, um, over two years, two years, three years, two years. Um, Ever since I interviewed the author, John D. Julius, and I'll put a link to John D. Julius's uh, interview. It's called The Customer Service Revolution. And, you know, I, ha- I have a background in customer service going way, way back. Um, going back to um, being a customer service trainer at Reader's Digest in UK for, for some time. And, and actually, you know, going back to my very early, earliest job ever was in customer service. Um, and if you, come to the, if you come to the Vacation Rental Success Summit in Toronto, my keynote uh, talk is going to be about customer service and cracking the code of the guest experience. And I'm gonna be telling you about my very, very first job in customer service, which, uh, which involved Uncle Ben's Rice, Mars Bars, and Green Shield Stamps. So intrigued? You better be. Come come, listen to that, and I'm going to tell you all about people cashing in their stamps um, because of their sticky rice and how that, uh, how that relates to our business today. So coming back onto this, yeah, I saw John DeJulius uh, give a keynote presentation at the VRMA conference in San Diego um, three years ago, and he was magnificent. I have to say I was spellbound from the moment his keynote address started. Um, and that is, the, you know, his, his keynote has inspired mine for for this year's Vacation Rental Success Summit. But this is such a great and readable book. You know, he talks about um, the day, a day in the life of a customer and why we should think about our customers and, and what their lives are actually like, what they're experiencing. Um, but a good section of the book is, goes into what he calls secret service. And it's given me so many ideas on how to deliver the sort of service to our guests in our rental agency that makes them come back over and over again and share their experience with absolutely everybody. So I urge you to pick up the Customer Service Revolution by John DeJulius, um, it's uh, it really is. It's 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 a darn good read. Um, if you get the chance, you can go to YouTube as well. You can see some of his you can see his keynote presentation from that VRMA conference, uh, which was um, was exceptionally good. Um, so much so that after his keynote, he he then went on to do a a, a workshop on customer service, which I went on to. Um, to uh, take part in as well. And, uh, and then, of course, went on to interview him for the podcast. So that's how much I think of, of, of John T. Julius and his cost, customer service concepts. So that's it. That's my two books, The Art of SEO and The Customer Service Revolution. Go buy them. So let's move on to productivity. I, I need to have productivity uh, resources at my fingertips because otherwise I'd be a complete mess. I really would. I'm one of these people, but the only thing is I'm one of these people that downloads absolutely, you know, every, I've said it, every new shiny object, whether it be a new to-do list or a new organizational chart or a calendar, I've got to download it, try it, spend time on it, and then usually discard it. And I'm trying to be so much more disciplined these days and, and not waste my time on new shiny things and just stick with what is tried and trusted and works for me. Because not every, not every resource for productivity and organization is going to work for everybody. Obviously, we're all different people. We learn in different ways. We, we create in linear ways or in, in more um, abstract ways. And, and I've, I've ended up, actually, with, with two organizational resources with two um apps that really do work for me and I'm sticking to them strictly now I have to I have to say I'm sorry these are both for mac so if you haven't got a mac then yeah I'm I, I'm you can probably skip this bit um I'm I'm a mac convert mainly probably because I have an iPad I have an iPhone I have a Mac Air and a MacBook and a, and a MacBook Pro and a Mac Pro, a big one. Um, so I wanted to have uh, resources that would sync across every, uh, every bit of technology I have. So the two that I use, and this is interesting because one is very linear and the other is more, so one's left brain and the other's right brain. So I use a a to-do list. And it's a simple, simple to-do list, which is just called Things. If you've read the book, Get It Done, then you'll, you'll be familiar with, um, with the sort of concepts that Things um, helps with. Um, it, it really is, you know, it's a task manager. It's very, very simple and and all it does it it has a list that you have for today and as you think about things you can just add it to the list and you can put them on today or next or scheduled or someday or create projects it's simple 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 i love lists i've i used to just have um notepads loads of notepads and i just have a list that went from day to day and i just crossed things out the only thing was is that if i didn't want to do something it would just get Moved, or you know, I could go back three days, and I'd have all these things crossed out, and then there'd be some glaring things that uh, that hadn't been touched. Um, so things is great because each morning I can go and see what's on my master list. I can pull things up to today. I reorder them so that they're in the right order, um, and I am disciplined about going through them piece by piece. And I have, I've, I've sort of become more disciplined because I've, I used to, I, you know, if I look at my things list for today, it says plan agency blueprint. Well, this, that, that is, um, is something I'm working on for the vacation rental formula. It's an action plan. It's probably, it's, it's ta- you know, I'm in the middle of it. It's taking me about th- two or three weeks to, to create. Um, it's a blueprint for how to start a rental agency and it's for our um, vacation rental formula members. Um now I've just put plan agency blueprint. Well that's that that is so overriding. I now I have to break that down into much smaller pieces. So, you know, my my skills at working with things is a work in progress. So you can go ahead and look at things at dot um, culturedcode.com and I'll put the uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. As I say, you know, it's very linear. It doesn't suit everybody. If you've already got, you know, some form of to-do list um, that works for you, then that's fantastic. You know, don't do what I do and keep trying something else. But if you are looking for something, if you like the idea of of um, get to done, then this, is, this, this works along the get to done formula. Okay, the next thing, the other productivity tool that is working amazingly for me is called MindNode. Now, you could, it could be any mind mapping um, software. I mean, there's a ton of different mind um, mapping, mapping software resources out there. There's, there's things, MindManager, which I used to use year, years ago, and I absolutely loved MindManager from mindjet.com. But it's got increasingly complicated. I mean, it's absolutely fabulous for for people, big projects, people working on big projects where there's lots of people working on the same thing. Um, it got very expensive, and and I I wasn't updating it, so I sort of came out of using a uh, mind manager. And I tried a few other things. I tried uh, one called Simple Minds, um, which is another. Great, that was now it's it's free. I'm not quite sure why I stopped using it. There must have been there must have been something I didn't like about it, but uh, I actually decided not to use Simple Minds. Um, I'd use free mind as well, FreeMind.com. That's and that, that's very basic. But if all you want is a very basic um, mind manager program, then you could probably use that as well. Mind manager of mind. Mapping software of choice at the moment is mindnode.com. Again, it's very simple. In the show notes, I've, I've, I've put a, the, the very brief mind map. It took me 10 minutes to do to create the mind map for this podcast. So if you're wondering what you'd use a mind map for, it's absolutely anything. It could be a blog post. It could be things you have to do in a week. It could be writing an ebook. It could be um, a, an onboarding process for new owners. We actually—I was able to structure my thoughts for our onboarding process by using MindNode. Um, so you can go and have a look at uh, the show notes, and I've—I've I've just got a screen print of my podcast mind map, and it was just the start of it. So it, it, it's usual mind mapping thing, you know—the the central subject with the with the um, the leads coming out all over the place, but you can actually you can add notes and it will print off linear notes as well, which is uh, which is amazing, and I really enjoy using it and it's my my go-to mind mapping um, software and I and I have that on you know I'm syncing it across all my um, you know, all all my technology, so that if I'm sitting in the hairdresser's and I've just got my iPad or I'm in the car and I and I just park the car up and I get an idea then I can just add it to my mind node mind map so that's mindnode.com okay so that's my two productivity resources I wanted to share with you at the Vacation Rental Success Summit we have uh, Bob Jenkins of Lead Pages coming to do a keynote presentation and and doing a workshop as well now Bob is an absolutely he's just such a great guy he was he was Um, mine and mike's business coach for a while um for about six months um and really sort of helped us through the planning of the vacation rental formula and how how we sort of put it all together and got the message out now bob is the lead educator at lead pages so he knows a ton about um lead generation. If you're wondering what that that lead generation means, it's simple. It's about how you collect the email addresses from the traffic that comes to your website so that you can then use those email addresses to send newsletters, to send broadcasts, to send people the um, information on your special offers, etc. So, I just wanted to talk about um, lead generation and how you collect those leads, because that's it's question I'm often asked: is you know, well, I've got these email addresses. What do I do with them? Um, we want to put them into a format that you can then send this information um, from. So, and you want to segment them. You want to segment them so that you've got, you know, you're, you're not sending the same messages to people who've just joined your email list. As you do to those guests who have been and stayed with you, and you might want to um, send something to them. Um, so, I am not as hot on these um, lead gener- on the lead generation software as Mike is. So, I'm just going to roll over to a little chat I had with Mike um, earlier today, and just include that um, in this uh, in this podcast. <laughs> So, Mike, we're talking about um, lead generation and how we use the software to collect email addresses and segment it um, so that we're not sending the same thing to absolutely everybody. Could you give us just um, – I just wanted to talk you to talk to us about AWeber and Infusionsoft because I know you use both of them. Can you give us just a very brief rundown on um, – what they actually do, and why one might be better than the other for different types of um, our listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, AWeber and Infusionsoft are essentially uh, email collection systems. So when you're collecting emails, whether it be in person from somebody who's sending you uh, an initial inquiry about your property or about your agency, if they contact you with an email address, you need to be logging that email address somewhere. You need to you need to be nurturing that email address and not just you know replying to the email and just forgetting about it. That email address is a connection to somebody and allows you to market your services and as well as provide them with information that they may not even know that they actually wanted. Um, now you know there are certain rules and laws in place so that you have to make sure that you're allowed. To, you know those people are allowing you to send them information. Um, And AWeber and Infusionsoft are the the two services that I use, and and these systems, they they basically house those email addresses and provide a service for you to be able to email these people with newsletters and uh, broadcasts, um, as well as automated email follow-up sequences as well. Um, now, automated follow-up sequences are great when you are a smaller business and you don't have the staffing to be able to respond to emails uh, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Um, I know for you, Heather, I know this is moving into the, the busy season for summer here in Ontario, and one of the biggest challenges is the constant and repetitive emails asking exactly the same questions. Uh, I, I think you'd agree with me on that one, wouldn't you?
0: Oh, oh gosh, yes. Yeah, I mean, we try as far as we can to be as personal uh, as we can. But it, it, it's tough when, you know, the height of the season, we're up to 200, 250 emails a day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when you're answering that many, like, you know, you will get back to them personally. But it may take you two to three hours to get back to that email. And sometimes, you know, in, in this this fast-paced world in which we're living, and especially when people have – multiple different agencies and listing sites at their fingertips, they lose interest in one property very quickly and are moving on to the next bright and shiny thing. So if they send you an email asking for more information, you need to be getting back to them immediately, and I mean within less than 30 seconds, because that's about the, the, you know, the attention span of your, your average guest these days. Um, and it can simply be an automated response email to say, that thank you so much, we've received your, um, uh, your inquiry, we'll get back to you as soon as we can, but here is a list of our most commonly asked questions, and this may answer your question right away. So one of the biggest questions we get is, can, can I rent the, uh, the Canada Day long weekend? And we just say no, because we do week-long rentals for the majority of the summer. Um, so what you can do with Aweber and Infusionsoft is that when you're collecting those email addresses or, or they email you, these systems will reply to them automatically with whatever email response that, that you want. And it can be one email. It could be five emails. It could be it could be a sequence of 20 emails sp- spread out over the course of about two or three weeks. Um, it's Both systems are, are very good for allowing you to tailor exactly what it is that you want to do. Um, with your email responses now, the, the difference between the two is that Aweber is very much geared towards the smaller business. Um, and, well, I wouldn't say that actually. The, the, you know, both of them are very scalable, but I find Aweber is a lot more affordable. Um, so, for example, right now a, Aweber do offer a free trial, uh, and the the, the the pricing system comes out a, around about forty five dollars a month um, for their um, for their uh, you know, their the, the standard package. In fact, I'm just going to confirm that just to just to make sure. Um, but Infusionsoft is is a little bit more expensive. It's it's a little bit more dynamic, and it's more of a client management system. Um, so if you receive that one email, um, you can actually track all of the communications you have with that single person. Um, you can segment them off into different things. So if somebody's somebody comes to you with an inquiry that they're specifically looking for. And for us here in Ontario, if they are looking for a property close to Niagara Falls, you can drop them into a list specific to the Niagara Falls area. And with, as soon as somebody's added to that list, you can have a sequence of automated emails, like five emails, talking about the 10 best restaurants in and around Niagara or the, uh, the, the, the 10 best uh, golf courses in and around Niagara. Um, or um, what activities to do in, in the next three to six months in the Niagara region. Um, so so, so those, you know, those are emails that, that drop more information into the lap of, of your, your potential guest than they would get from simply just your listing. Um, and this engages them. It gives them more information, gets them excited. Um, going back to AWeber, it's, it's actually $19 per month. That's $19 US, um, and that's for up to 500 subscribers. Um, and obviously that's scalable. Um, Infusionsoft for their very basic package comes in at around eighty dollars US for their basic package.
0: Don't, don't um, you have a big upfront cost though with um, with Infusionsoft?
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. Now the reason they do that is because the reason there is the upfront cost with Infusionsoft is that. Um, the issue is, is, is Infusionsoft is quite complicated, um, and what they do is they insist on you having four hours of one-on-one training with one of their representatives. And I, and I have to say, you know, for any new system you buy into, to have that kind of level of uh, one-on-one with somebody is incredibly valuable. So the fact that you will actually learn to get the, the most out of you know, what you're paying. Um certainly if you're at the management level, if you, if you have an agency with, you know, more than 10 properties, I would, I would probably waver towards the Infusionsoft route just because of the, um, the power that that system has and what it can provide um, for you and your business. So, a
0: quick question before I let you go, Mike. If, if you started out small with, Infusion, with, with AWeber, how easy is it to transition to, um, to Infusionsoft if you, then, if you then started to grow and you wanted to, to have all those additional bells and whistles?
1: It's incredibly easy. I mean, it, w- if you're building your email list on on AWeber, um it's a very easy transfer process. Uh you can simply just export your entire email list, import it into Infusionsoft, and it 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 will maintain all the data that you have from AWeber. Um a lot of these companies they they understand the importance of making it easy to transfer because obviously, you know, people are always upgrading as their businesses grow. Um, they have to make it easy for you to import um, your email list. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so it's very easy.
0: Mike, thank you so much. Um, I am um, highly indebted to you for that, and um, um, we'll be talking again very soon. Well, thanks very much for that, Mike. Um, that's uh, that's always great. I'm I have learnt over the years. Um, that I need to outsource all my technical the technical side of my business and and having Mike out there who's who's absolutely invaluable his his knowledge particularly of Infusionsoft now is is second to to none um, and I'm absolutely amazed at how he's able to navigate navigate around that system he he would say it simply because they uh, that their onboarding uh, education process that that four hours of one to one. Is is so good that um, that I think he's he's looking at, um, at becoming an infusionsoft consultant himself in the future. So where do we get to? So so those are my you know the lead two lead generation tools that um, that we we use. Now I know that um, that there are many other people out there who are using you know for their newsletters they're using um, Mailchimp or Constant Contact um, or um, other similar. Um, uh, similar resources, which are absolutely fine. But I just wanted to give you the sort of update on on the ones that we're using. Um, I wanted to move on to graphics because graphics play a massive role in everything we do. Uh, Certainly from from the photographs that we put on our listings um, and from the photographs we put on our listings – to the images we use in social media, and you've probably noticed now that you know if if you don't use images in your social media posting, they do not get the same traction. Just a little bit of text does not um, is is not the draw for people. It doesn't get the engagement that an image does. And and years you know years ago last year. You know, you, you rarely see any images used on Twitter. But now Twitter is is using almost as many images and getting a much more engagement from it, just as Facebook does. So how do you create those images? Now, I'm going to give you the three resources I use to put images in blog posts, to use images on Facebook and Twitter um, and Instagram, I guess, you know, um, if, if you're using Instagram, then you'll be seeing a lot of um, Instagram posts with perhaps some text on them. And that uses one of these really good resources. Now, the three I'm talking about is Snagit um, from TechSmith.com. Now, if you go to the show notes and you take a look at the image I have of the mind map, I use Snagit to create that. And all Snagit is, 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 as it says, it's snagging the image. It's, uh, there's, there's a very quick process that if you've got an image on your screen, you can just capture that image very, very quickly. You can use some different tools for highlighting, for underlining, for using arrows and creating some different text. And then you simply save it as a png image dot png image and then you just drag and drop it just drop it into a blog post just like i've done and it takes seconds i think um i have the Snagit um capture button um that's that's just off to the side of my screen so if if there's anything on a screen that I want to capture. Now, it could be a tweet. You've seen where, you know, all the tweets, you know, a blog post will show a bunch of tweets. Well, that's because they're using Snagit to capture that tweet. Um, I think I, I I would have to check to see what the cost of um, Snagit is. It's Snagit from techsmith.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Maybe something like thirty nine ninety nine. dollars um, Occasionally, you can get yeah, you can get offers. You might want to look um, just Google Snagit and discount codes. You may be able to get a discount code, but it is a really neat tool to have, and you know I'd, I'd highly recommend picking up Snagit. Um, the second one is uh, Canva. I've mentioned Canva on a number of different occasions. Um, Canva allows you to upload your own images. It gives you a whole bunch of text. That uh, that you can you can use um, mostly free. I mean, Canva.com is completely free. You can um, download some of their own images um, for a dollar, and some of their text for a dollar. I mean, I, I buy the occasional ten-dollar package um, so that I can create um, a Canva image and um, and use some of their. Uh, Featured photos and text, um, but rarely, rarely you know usually i 'm using the free stuff, um, but I use canva all the time to create images to um, put some text on there to make, make make these things stand out. You see these on Facebook all the time they 're created in canva um, any image that has has text on it will be uh, probably a canva image it 's the sort of stuff that we used to spend hours on Photoshop creating. But now, of course, you, we've, we've got Canva to do it for us. Again, extremely simple to use. And oh, it will also size for you. You can choose a Facebook size. You can choose a Twitter size. You can choose an Instagram size. Whatever you want, that um, sizing is there for you. It's um, incredible. There's no reason for you not to be using Canva because it's completely free and the same for word swag word swag is an iphone is a i don't know if it's just an iphone app but it's a phone app um you download that people who use instagram a lot uh, are using word swag uh to create the quotes you often see on on instagram um The the neat little quotes with a picture in the background and a nice quote, um, that has been created using Word Swag. you just got to download that app and play with it. It's super fun. It really is. So those three, Snagit, Canva, Word Swag, my three graphic resources of choice today. Okay, finally, I wanted to move over to um, two operational resources. That I use in my business, one i 've been using for quite a long time um, in the agency and and the other is is fairly new, so the first one is zoho it 's a customer relationship management tool. Um, zoho can be used in many, many different ways. I know I, you know. I, we, we booked a uh, a property in Cyprus for our trip in September, and my friend Andy Reynolds. Who has been a guest on on the podcast when uh, when we booked his place in Cyprus for our for our week's vacation, um, we got some very professional looking um, statements um, of of account and responses and they were they were created with Zoho as an agency we use Zoho for our onboarding management of our new owners. So we, we are able to keep a list of all the new leads we have, of what stage we're at with, uh, with each of them. Um, we've created um, uh, standard emails that go out. So it makes it very easy for, uh, for anyone to deal with a new owner request, put all the information up on Zoho, and, and that information is then transferred out to the account manager who's going to deal with it. There's all sorts of uh, different CRMs out there. You've probably heard of Salesforce. That's that's the 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 the, uh, the big big one, um, which is probably far too large for any of our purposes. But uh, you might want to try Zoho. It's um, if if you're a small agency, it's really really useful. Just even if if you want to have a system to record your your guests, their likes and dislikes. You can set up your own performers um, to, um, to do your, your profiling. Uh, I, I recommend it. We've been using it for quite a while. Um, there's a huge amount to Zoho that we don't use. And uh, one day when I have the time, we will be doing, um, we'll, we'll be exploring it a lot more. But I do recommend that one. Now, finally, I just wanted to talk about an app that, um, that came across my radar about two months ago. Um, it was, um, we had the developer of this app on, uh, on one of our blabs. Um, his name is Alex Nigg and he's actually going to be a speaker, workshop speaker at, uh, at the Vacation Rental Success Summit. And he is um, a co-founder of an app called Properly and you can find it at Get Properly. Dot com, And Get Properly is just a superb app for changeovers, for um, creating checklists for your housekeeping, your maintenance people, anybody that goes into the property. What I love about Get Properly, um, about the app, is that you can – and what I'm doing now for, for my properties – is I can upload pictures on exactly how I want my properties to look at the end of a changeover. So even to how the f- towels are folded over the towel racks, how the beds are made, how the pillows laid out. I just take a photograph of exactly what I want it, how I want it to look. I upload it onto the app, and my housekeeper has that when she goes into the property. So I can have a checklist if 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 she's um. If she falls ill and she's going to get somebody else in to do the changeover on my properties, then that app will go to that person, and it's a step-by-step process of how they manage that changeover. And I can I have lists of of the spl- suppliers they need to make sure are in place. I mean, some of our um, some of ta- some tasks are done on every changeover. I want to make sure that every light is checked, is switched on and switched off so that we know the light bulbs are working. So that is on my checklist as well. You really need to go and check out this app at getproperly.com because it's free and I love free. Um, and I'm not going to say much more about it because it's all self-explanatory uh, on, the, um, on the website, on the GetProperly website. So go and have a look. Have a look at a couple of the tutorials. Alex and his partner Tammy are doing some great webinars at the moment. And you can check them out on YouTube as well. Um, it's just just one of the most helpful apps for owners, property managers, or anyone that's involved in this industry so that's that that's a pretty quick tour through what i've got on my desk what i've got on my computer and sort of what i've got in my head at the moment um i hope that um that you found this helpful if you want to go to the show notes you're going to find every one of those resources listed and uh with with the um with the website so you can go and check them out. So that's it for another week. Um, I've just sort of managed to get through this without losing my voice, which is pretty amazing. So think I may be finally on the road to recovery. I want to thank, um, Mike for joining me for, for the little segment on lead generation. That was great. And I'm now heading off to, um, talk to Mike about the Vacation Rental Success Summit and um the webinar that uh, that we've got uh, coming up and i'll put an i'll put a uh, link to that on the show notes too so as ever if you've got any questions if you've got any suggestions you know maybe you're using some resources that are that uh, that really are amazing um i would love to hear about them i don't really want that meant too many new shiny things but you know it's always fun to see what's being used so let me know. Send me an email at heather at I'd love to hear from you as ever and look forward to being with you again next week.
1: This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry,
0: Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for
1: tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.